Oh, hey, healer. Welcome back to the Lionhearted Healers podcast. My name is Amber Evans. I'm your host, and I'm so honored to help you tap into your self-worth, build confidence from within, and find comfort in feeling vibrant and sexy. That way, you don't accidentally manifest a shit show. (laughs) So if that doesn't get you excited, then you might be tuning into the wrong podcast. And if you're like, no, bitch, I'm here for it. I'm ready to give back to myself. Then look at this as sort of a virtual safe space where you can come to unleash your inner child and break through the chains that society has wrapped around the idea of you that they like best. Holla! What's up, bitches? I am so excited to be here with you recording another episode to this podcast today. It's literally been forever, (laughs) Um, but true story, I recently quit my job like completely spontaneously. And so, yeah, that is another story for another time. But with that being said, my plan is to carve out more time to um, upload weekly or at least bi-weekly, but we'll see how that goes. Actually, you know what? I am declaring right now that I will upload every other week. I feel like there's a part of me that's afraid to commit to uploading uh, weekly or bi-weekly because I guess like there's a part of me that doesn't trust myself to follow through. But that's just a limiting belief that is in my way. It is not serving me. So yeah, fuck that shit. I choose to know and believe right now that I have what it takes to upload a, po- a new episode to my podcast every other week. I choose to know and believe this every day over and over again until it is hardwired in my fucking belief system. So what that means for me is every time one of those old stories comes up that says I don't have what it takes or it's really hard to record and upload podcasts or whatever the limiting belief is... It's my job, duty, responsibility to say like, fuck that shit that doesn't serve me and like this is my new truth. I do have what it takes and it gets to be easy and it gets to be fucking fun because I said so because I create my own reality. I co-create my own reality. So yeah, now that I'm done with that little riff to kind of help raise my vibration and to get me aligned with all that I came here to be, do, and have, which is the work, by the way, like that's a great example of how I'm constantly having to shift myself, my energy, my thoughts, my emotions, right, to get me aligned and to get me to this place of where like I'm literally like living in my fucking power, you know? But yeah, so I am feeling really good um, about being here with you today. I'm going to get right into it. So what I want to share with you today is an aha moment that I had a while back, actually last year sometime, um, when I was working with my coach, Jenna Costa, who is absolutely incredible, by the way. She is um, a social marketer with the social retail company that I'm with, and that is how I met her. I met her through one of our um, team groups, and I'm so, so grateful that I did because she has literally helped me so fucking much. (laughs) But I remember one thing that we talked about that has stuck with me is letting go of things to make room for the things that I actually want. And this was tough for me because I've always been the type to get super attached to things like stuffed animals and jeans from when I was 13 and living my best life and just like all kinds of stuff, right? (laughs) But it was like I didn't want to let go of some of this stuff because I felt like it was a part of me and like who I was and like I was just so emotionally attached to the identity that these material things gave me. 
I've always been a very sentimental person and I like to keep literally everything that reminds me of anything. <laughs> I mean, and you know, so it's obviously great to keep some things that are meaningful to you, but what about the things that we hold on to that literally have no purpose? Like that no longer serve us or who we are or where we're headed or where we're at in our journey, right? And so with me personally, I noticed one of the biggest reasons that I hold on to stuff with the exception of like me being a sentimental mush is because of my lack mindset. So, for instance, growing up, my mama couldn't really afford to buy me a pair of $90 Hollister jeans, right? Like all the popular kids were wearing. And I really fucking wanted a pair of Hollister jeans because I wanted to fit in. And so, we couldn't afford it, right? We just couldn't afford it. We did a lot of thrifting. I got a lot of my name brand stuff from thrift stores and yard sales and hand-me-downs and that sort of thing. And I am definitely fucking here for it. No shame. I always say that even when I meet my financial goals, like my really big girl goals, and I have like just in this incredible amount of cash flow in my life, like on the regular, I'm still going to be, I'm just going to be buying more shit at thrift stores and yard sales, right? <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so about two years ago, I found this really nice pair of outdated Hollister jeans at a thrift store. And they were bell bottoms and, you know, they just weren't really in. They were like the hipster jeans and like I like the the kind that you, the high-waisted jeans, right? Like those are what's in now. But these like hipster bell bottom Hollister jeans were only like four bucks and they were probably like $90 six years prior, eight years. I don't know. I'm not good with time, okay? It's all a fucking illusion anyways. I cannot keep up. <laughs> but yeah, I remember buying them even though I knew that they were outdated, even though I knew that they weren't really my style anymore, right? Like I'm like 25 years old at this point and my 15 year old self is what inspired me to buy those jeans. Like my, it wasn't me right now that had to have them. It was like the 15 year old girl that lived inside of me that was like, Amber, you cannot miss out on this like really amazing deal, right? So yeah, I think I ended up wearing those jeans like maybe once just because I felt obligated because like, that would be fucking stupid to buy a pair of jeans and not wear them, duh. So yeah, I literally wore them once and then they sat in my closet for the rest of forever until one day I threw them out, which was not easy. Like it was really hard for me to get rid of those jeans. I just remember feeling like so pulled when I was going through my closet because something that um, I like to use as a guidance when I go to clean out shit it's something that I heard on YouTube. I wish I could remember the name of the girl who um, said this to me, and I can't, so I'm really sorry, but it's a great tip. She said, when you're going in your closet to get rid of stuff, ask yourself, like, can I see the greatest version of myself wearing this? Like, does this shirt align with, like, where I'm headed and where, like, who I want to be, right? And so I remember asking myself that question about these jeans. I was like, can I see myself wearing these jeans today? Can I see myself wearing these jeans in a few years, right? Which style and that kind of thing, it always changes. Our taste is always changing. Like all the things are always changing. That's life. But still, just to kind of give myself an idea of like, do I keep this or do I get rid of it? And so the answer was no. Like it was like a, an immediate response from my gut that was like, no, get rid of them. We don't need them. We don't wear them. Like they're not me, right? But like I said, it was the 15-year-old little girl, or not so much little, but the 15-year-old girl that, that like was so upset that I was getting rid of these jeans, right? 
So I really had to work on breaking out of that scarce mindset and just get rid of them, right? With the knowing that money flows to me effortlessly. Like money is just an energy. It's just a resource that we could tap into at any point in time. And if I want a pair of Hollister jeans, then I can fucking damn well go buy me a pair, right? Like if Hollister just all of a sudden pops out the motherfucking bushes and is like, yo, what up? I'm back, bitches. Then I'll be able to go to the motherfucking Hollister store and buy me a pair, right? Or I'll just manifest me another sweet deal at the thrift store and get a pair of Hollister jeans for like four bucks. <laughs> Either way, I had to shift my energy from like this lack scarcity place to this place of like abundance and like there's more than enough and you know, there are no fucking worries, right? And so a lot of times we may hold on to things just because they're nice or maybe because they're nice and we got a really good deal and we don't know that we'll ever come across a deal so sweet again in this lifetime. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you hear how ridiculous that sounds? <laughs> it's just not true. It's just a flat out lie. It's a limiting belief that we're not ever going to come across a deal so sweet or that we'll like we're cut off from ever finding another $6 pair of Hollister jeans at a thrift store, right? Like it's not written in the the sand or the stars or the stones or whatever the fuck the saying is like it's not written anywhere there is no rule book that says like i declare amber evans will never be able to own a pair of hollister jeans you know what i'm saying the truth is that there are good deals every single day all around us there are opportunities everywhere there's money everywhere like anything that you could think of that you want it's everywhere it's already yours it's already here right but we have to be open to receiving it so if we cut ourselves off from never being able to find another, I'm just using the Hollister jeans as an example because I'm on a roll, but like if we cut ourselves off from never being able to find another uh, sweet deal on some Hollister jeans at a thrift store, then guess what? We won't find it because we've literally cut ourselves off from it. But if we can get our energy and our thoughts and our emotions aligned with the infinite amount of deals that are on this planet, then everywhere we turn, we're going to find a sweet deal. Does that make sense? I want you to think about somebody in your life that's always finding a sweet deal, that's always finding the discounted prices. Maybe they pay pennies for stuff, dollars. I have a mother-in-law who is a beast at finding things at like discounted prices, right? Like major discounted prices. And now I want you to think of somebody else in your life. Maybe even it's you, right? Maybe you're the person that's always like, oh my God, like, where do you find these deals at? Like, how are you always finding these discounted prices? Like, every time I look, like, I can never find them. Like, I try and it just doesn't work, right? And you just don't have any clue how they do it, right? But to them, it comes natural. It, it, it comes easily. It's fun to them. And it just, it's like a part of their everyday life, right? Like wherever they go, they don't even have to look. They just pop out these deals, these discounted prices just pop out at them, right? But it's simply because they're open to it. That's literally all. Like they have no resistance when it comes to finding a sweet deal, right? And also the proof that they do find sweet deals everywhere they go gives them confidence and that belief, right? So it, it's just, it's just, it all goes back to their belief level, right? I mean, their belief systems. So like one of my mother-in-law's core beliefs is that she will find a good deal, right? Like leave it to her to find a good deal and like she'll fucking find it. But maybe to somebody else, that's not their core belief. Like they actually believe the contrary. Maybe they believe that everything is overpriced and outrageously expensive and that they always miss the good deals for whatever excuse that it is that they have. Like they just always miss the good deals, right? 
And so that's me getting a little off topic, but you know, the bottom line is what it comes down to is like, what are you open and open and available for? Like, what are you allowing yourself to be open and available for? Like we can wish and want all damn day long, right? Like, what is that old saying? Like wish in one hand, want in the other, but like, you have to know, you have to believe like wholeheartedly that you deserve what it is that you want. And then once you believe that you deserve it, you have to find a way to like energetically get yourself to a place where you are open and available to receiving it, right? For it to actually become something tangible in your real life. But yeah, one of the biggest like aha moments that I've had in my journey is that like when, by me holding on and like clinging to like things that doesn't serve me just because I believe that there's not enough for me in this world or even because like I'm attached to the identity that that material thing gave me like that's gonna get in my way right like that's not me making room for more like how can we make room for more if we're still holding on to old identities and old material things just out of uh like this fear of like scarcity, right? Or yeah, fear and scarcity just out of being afraid that there's not enough. And so yeah, long story short, not only did I get rid of the Hollister jeans that I never wore, but I also went through a lot of my other clothes that I never seemed to wear and that I was just like hanging on to because it was super cute stuff or whatever, even though it wasn't really my style or I felt like I've outgrown it mentally, right? I just kept hanging on to it because I wasn't sure when I'll be able to upgrade my wardrobe. Again, living out of scarcity. I was afraid, like, what if I get rid of this and then how am I gonna have the money to replace these clothes, right? So again, shifting my thoughts from, I don't know where I'm gonna be able to get new clothes from or how I'm gonna get new clothes to, like, I've never gone without clothes before in my life. Like, I've always been well taken care of. Like, the universe supports me, God supports me. Like all is motherfucking well, there is nothing to worry about. And so just that simple shift started to build up momentum for me to be like, not only does the universe always support me, but I always get to wear really cute clothes that make me feel good and that align with me and who I am and where I'm headed, right? Like, like it's not always easy to shift straight from like or a scarcity to abundance. But like Abraham says, like go general with your affirmations. And Amanda Francis is always talking too about like something that you can energetically get behind. And so when I was living in that state of like fear and I don't know where I'm going to get new clothes from, it would have been hard for me to go straight from like, I don't know where to get new clothes from to I always get to have really cute clothes. But when I got to kind of meet somewhere in the middle and say, you know what? The universe always supports me. I've never had to walk around naked before in my life, right? Like then I just realized like I'm being silly. And once I kind of was able to meet that scary part of me with like compassion and love and just accept it for what it is, that's when I was able to continue to shift and build up that momentum to like, I get to wear really cute clothes all the fucking time because I deserve to and because cute clothes make me feel good and because like, it's just the way it is, right? And so it's so crazy to me, like how just by simply getting rid of some of my physical, like material stuff, clothes and that sort of thing, not only did it make room physically for me to have new clothes, but it also made room energetically, right? For me to like grow into this version of myself that I envision, the version of of myself that I know that I am, right? Like deep down inside, like she gets to continue to be birthed. 
And so, yeah, like since then, I've been able to buy new clothes, new shoes. I've also had new clothes gifted to me, whether it was just like from a friend who's like, this doesn't fit me anymore, or this would be really cute on you. I never wear it. Here, have it. Or if it's like from birthdays or Christmas, like whatever, right? Like everything replaced itself and it's 10 times better than it ever was before. So if you're at a place in your journey where you're just feeling like stuck and like super stagnant and like you just need to like find some clarity, right? Like create some fresh energy then start with your closet. Like start with your environment. What are some things that you can physically get rid of? Like get out of your life, right? Now I'm not talking about like going a straight purge. Like we're not spring cleaning out this bitch, but like if you just want to go through a few things and get rid of it just to literally clear up your energy. And as you're getting rid of these things, I want you to thank them. I want you to literally like appreciate how they have served you this far for keeping you warm, for covering you up, for making you feel super cute on that one Friday night and wherever you went, right? Like appreciate them for serving you thus far. And then, um, say like, goodbye. <laughs> like, all right, peace out. Like, it sounds so crazy. But I recently listened to a podcast by, um, her name is Francesca Amber. She has a podcast called The Law of Attraction. And she was talking about Shindu beliefs. And it's basically the idea that like, they believe that like, like physical things have like souls, right? And it's so fucking crazy because I've always been the type to feel like my teddy bears were like real, like even though they're not right. Or you think about like the Toy Story movies. I love the Toy Story movies, right? I've always felt like there was so much more to things than what they seem. Like I've always felt like just their beingness, just their essence of being like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. I'm a fucking weirdo. I can be a little woo woo. It is what it is. <laughs> But yeah, definitely, um, when, as you're getting rid of some of your things, like, just appreciate them and just say, like, I love you. Like, thank you. I love you, but you don't serve me anymore. And goodbye, right? This is also something you can do, like, this little thank you, I love you, goodbye ritual. I've heard this all over the internet. Um, I can't remember where it originated from. But basically, like, when you are clearing out, like, um, like when you're doing this inner healing work, right? And you come across a part of you that's suffering and that's hurting. And when you go to sit with her for a while and meet her with love and compassion, right? And then you forgive her. You forgive her for a lot, for holding on to this belief that doesn't serve you or for perceiving yourself that way, right? And I'll get into this in another episode, um, a lot deeper into this. But yeah, you can do the same thing when like this part of you, this limiting belief comes up that's like, I can't do this. You can sit with that part of you and say, you know what? I see you. I feel you. I really appreciate you for trying to protect me and keep me safe and trying to serve me, but you're not serving me. And it's okay. I forgive you for it. I love you anyways. And goodbye. Peace the fuck out, bitch. Right? But yeah, a huge part of this intentional manifestation journey, this inner healing journey, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is letting shit go. Like letting shit go physically, letting shit go energetically, like all the trauma that you're holding on to from that past relationship, like from your childhood, like all of the things, like to be able to let it go is how you're able to like shift and and step into your power. And when you're living in your power, that's basically like you in receptive mode, right? Like you open and available for all of the abundance and blessings that are trying to make its way into your life. But we have to make room for those blessings. So that's why we have to let shit go. Um, anyways, that is all I got for today's episode. Um, if you, again, are struggling 
start with cleaning out some shit. Like, start with letting some shit go. Like, sit down and journal or go through a fucking drawer, right? And just get rid of some shit. Okie dokie, that's all. I could sit here and run my mouth for four days. Um, if you want, you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and the Snapchat. I'm always having so much fun on the Snapchat. Um, I will be sure to leave those links in the show notes below. Don't forget to um, subscribe and share if you feel like somebody that you know and love needs to hear the message that I've shared with you today. Definitely share with them. Um, rate and review while you're here. Um, and that what that does is help my podcast get to more people that need to hear my message. Um, so yeah, that could be your good deed for today. Rate, subscribe, share one or all three, whatever your little heart desires. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for being here with me today. I cannot wait to come back next week and talk to you some more.